Welcome to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank, more in South Oklahoma City's only hyper-local sports podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank all the sponsors who make this podcast possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely by taking small steps toward a life of love and impact. First United Bank, here to inspire and empower you along the way. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit orthocentralok.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. The slow pitch high school softball season is underway, and this week we visit with James Lingo, head coach of the Southmore Sabercats, and Michaela Smith, Sabercat alum now taking the field for the University of North Texas. We begin with Coach Lingo. Coach Lingo, thanks so much for taking the time to join us on the podcast. Uh, it's early in the season for the Southmore Sabercats, uh, slow pitch season. How are things going so far? Oh, no, it's going well. Uh, we were 4-0 before spring break. Had some good wins over our city rivals. Um, took a little break and then come back a little bit of rain here, but, you know, the kids are playing well. Um, they're hit, hitting the ball hitting the ball well, and they are uh, been pretty good fielding it as well. So you can't, can't, can't gripe about anything happening so far. Kids are playing hard, and, and that's what we expect. And you're, I'm guessing that you're feeling pretty good about the level of talent you have on this year's uh, Sabercat team. Tell me about the talent and who's who's really looking good so far. Oh, you you guys know from from just our fast pitch and slow pitch the last several years, we've got I mean great players. And the good thing is, and is that we get you know 95 percent of our players that play fast pitch come out for slow pitch, which some schools don't get that number that high of a percentage. So. That that's a tribute to the kids who who want to want to play slow pitch and and get better, and that really helps us as a team as well. But yeah, we have a lot of talent. Uh, no doubt, the expectation here is to try to put another banner state championship up on the wall, like we did in fast pitch the last couple of years. Um, and we don't hide from that. We talk about that in our huddles and stuff. That when we're playing as well as we can play, we feel like we're one of the the best teams in the state. So. You know, we don't shy away from it. Um, our kids won't shy away from it, and neither will our coaches. So we, we talk about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you still have to go out there and play and prove it that, that you're one of the better teams every night. Because so, you're going to get people's best shot. They Everybody wants to beat the Sabercats. So, you know, when we when we go out there, no matter who we're playing, whether it be a, a 2A team to a state team, we're going to get their best shot. So, but our, our kids embrace that, and um, they, they usually play well. You know, and what I think is interesting about softball in Oklahoma, particularly slow pitch, which I have a great appreciation for, is you talk about the divisions, 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A. You know, there are there are 2A teams that would be highly competitive in 6A, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, between the from the Lattice to the Washingtons to the Dales, and I know I've left Morrison's, I know I'm going to leave a lot, a lot of people out in, in those uh, small schools. They can, any given night, they can beat any of us in 6A just simply because, you know, there's not that dominant pitch out, uh, pitcher that we have to worry about. So everybody's going to be able to hit, and uh, everybody's got some players that can hit it hard and far. So, yeah, it's 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 not much of a change for us playing uh, any of the 6A teams to play in those good competitive 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A teams. So, yeah, it's a competitive balance. Um, 
And we need to play those teams to get better because there's some 6A teams, the Edmonds don't play slow pitch, so we have to fill our schedule. PCs don't play slow pitch. We have to fill our schedules a little bit with, with some other teams. But, you know, playing those high-quality um you know, smaller school teams are are just as good as playing most of our six eight teams, to be honest. And the difference between fast pitch and slow pitch, you know, there are some people that make a big deal about, hey, you shouldn't play slow pitch if you're a fast pitch player. But it seems to me that playing slow pitch does give the opportunity to sharpen skills in a lot of different ways. Can you talk about the advantages of playing, playing slow pitch? Well, we look at it this way, and I know a lot of schools do, and some schools don't, but us at Moore, I think Moore and Westmore would say the same thing, is that we get better at a lot of things. We get better at base running, which people don't kind of take into effect. You're constantly running bases in slow pitch. We get better at fielding, obviously, with defense. There's balls rocketed at you, whether it's be on the ground or in the air. So, you know, you're, you're hitting cutoffs all the time. You're having plays at the plate all the time. So there's just a lot of things that you can get better at defensively to to help you not only for the kids it's club ball season travel ball season but for next year's fast pitch next year's slow pitch it's just a continual thing that you can work on with base running and defense now is your hitting the same you know no we try not to to make them change their swing at all just kind of wait on a little bit wait till the ball drops and hit as hard as you can with your normal swing but yes it's not like fast pitch we get it but there's other things that definitely you can work on in in the slow pitch game to help you not only for your summer ball, but for your for school ball in the fall. So moving forward now, as we come down to the end of March, turning into April, when things get serious, what do the Sabercats have to do over the month of April to really prep themselves for another run at a state title? Well, we just have to prepare every day we go out there and play to the best of our ability. We have to go out there and no matter who we're playing, kind of take a mindset that, you know, let's get better from today. Let's get better today than we were yesterday. And then, if you kind of take that approach and just continually, you know, we're going to have some ups and downs. We tell our girls that we're not going to play well every day. Um, there's going to be there's going to be teams that sneak up on us and and just play better than us that day. But just a consistent like upward curve is what we're looking for through the month of April to where you're basically playing your best softball the day of Slopez Regionals, and then hopefully you get to Regionals, and then you play just a step above when you go to slow pitch state the next week. And and being one-day tournaments, regionals, and one-day tournaments in state, then as long as you can consistently get better throughout the next couple months or the next month and a half, then regionals sometimes seems easier just because, you know, you're ready and it's a one-day deal. But but in the same instance, if you don't play well those and during those one-day regionals in state, then, then you won't. So basically we gear up all our stuff to hopefully play as well as we can play come regionals and come state and then you know will that what you know whatever happens after that and we can at least say that we we think we we played our best and if we get beat we get beat but we think if we're at our best we're one of the better teams all right now we're going to play a quick little game i like to call sibling rivalry okay so my my first question who is better looking you or your brother jason better looking well there's really no doubt on that one it's probably me for sure um I've always been, you know, the younger, the youngest brothers always seems to be better looking. Um, but no doubt, no, no question, me. And you did a stint as a male model for a while, right? Like Zoolander? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a hand model. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> All right, who's the better cook, you or Jason? Uh, I'm probably going to have to say him. I'm not much on the cooking. I can make you some spaghetti or, or something once in a while. 
but I would probably say him on that, but not by All much. Right. But not by much. Okay. All right. So who is the better softball strategist? Who is the better coach, you or Jason? Uh, probably him. Um, he's got more hardware than me, so I'm just going to leave it at the hardware. I guess if, if, um, if you have more trophies, then I guess I'm just going to throw. I guess I'll throw it his way, but I'm uh, probably not by much again. All right. You're being awfully nice. One last question. <laughs> I am being nice. <laughs> if, if, we, if we put both of you in a cage match, who would come out the winner? One man, two men enter, one man leaves. Who comes out? Well, we're, we're, I'm probably coming out for sure, but – we're both going to be hurt at the end of it. So um, <laughs> probably is not going to be – somebody's going to have a hamstring pulled or, or a shoulder hurt or something. So probably wouldn't be wise to do that anyway. But if we had to just crawl out, I would probably can crawl out faster than him and, and be less hurt than him. He's a little bit more injury prone than I am. All right. Not that we're going to construct a cage and put you guys in the fight, but just out of curiosity. Uh, well, that's good for our hospital bills for sure. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Best of luck to you and the uh, Sabercats in the slow pitch season this year. We'll look forward to talking to you later on down the line. Hey, thanks, Robin. It's always good to talk to you guys and more monthly. You're listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. And we'd like to thank the sponsors who make Beyond the Game possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Sabercat alum Michaela Smith is in her sophomore season as a starter for the University of North Texas in Denton. The Mean Green are currently 16-6 on the season and tied for first in the West Division of Conference USA. Michaela, thanks so much for taking the time to catch us up. How's the season going for you and North Texas this year? So far we've had um, a pretty good season. We have definitely took a few losses that we were hoping to win. Um, but overall, together, this team this year is definitely going really good, and we're hoping for a better season this year than we had last year. Now, but last year, you guys did win Conference USA West during the regular season, right? Yes, that's correct. But the tournament didn't turn out the way you wanted, from what I remember. What do you guys have to do this year to, um, to win the conference tournament? I would definitely say this year our defense is extremely solid right now. Um, we could always work a little bit more on our hitting. So as long as we hit and score runs, I don't think there's going to be very many teams that can stop us of accomplishing our goals here this season. Um, we did fall a little short last season, but we also have a complete different team and environment this year for North Texas. So I think we definitely have a shot there. Yeah, and I would say you're 14 and five at this point in the season. You beat Texas Tech, you beat Colorado State. You were in the game with OSU earlier this week and ended up losing to them by two. You're three and zero in conference play, and you're ahead in the West. It seems to me that that you guys really are poised to do well during the regular season this year. Yes. So so far, this team has done an outstanding job of. If anything, our losses aren't really bad losses. Like you said, we lost to OSU by two points, but we were ready to fight back and come back and win that game, and we just happened to fell a little short. But we definitely have some better competition and great competition coming up that we're going to be ready for. So, 
Now, how are things for you going personally? How was it, or let me ask it in a different way. How was it stepping up from 6A softball in Oklahoma to D1 softball there at North Texas? I'd say the school ball environment and the college environment are definitely a little different from each other. Um, but I would say that it's not really going any negative way for me. It's definitely gone a positive way for me. I'm enjoying it here at North Texas. I mean, I'm getting to play. I started as a freshman and now as a sophomore, and there's nothing more that I could ask for. So what part of your game, personally, have you had to work on the most to improve? So I would definitely say um, something that I consistently work on is my hitting. I've been very strongly on my defensive side, but I want to get to the point to where I'm strong offensively and defensively. All right. Well, let's step away from softball for a minute. How's college life down in Denton? You're just north of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Are you enjoying life away from the game? Um, it is definitely a great atmosphere here in Denton. Um, being away from home, there is times to where I miss being home, but this is also like my second home, so it's not too bad getting homesick. Uh, the college here is amazing. The career path that I'm going down is kinesiology. So it's definitely challenging at times, but I think I can definitely do it. Yeah, kinesiology, that's a pretty tough subject area. What's been your toughest class so far? I would say my toughest class is obviously going to be my major classes. Um, it's usually around your biology chemistry classes that are pretty tough right now. Um, I'm flying through my kinesiology classes just because it's something I am passionate about and I love, so it just kind of makes those classes a little bit easier. You know, and plus being in Denton, you're only three hours from home, so if you get really homesick, you can just hop in the car and dart back up to Moore, right? Right. If we ever um, usually have downtime, yes, we can do that, but during the season it is definitely difficult. Um, but to say that me and my family, we do talk on a daily basis, so those phone calls really help get, get me through my year. What has been the most challenging thing about being on your own? Have you been able to – how are you mastering cooking and doing laundry and all of those kind of things? Uh, funny you asked. Me and my roommate have a layout to where I actually do the cooking, and she usually cleans up the mess from cooking. So I would definitely say we're figuring out this grown-up thing pretty well. Okay, so you cook. What's your best meal that you cook so far? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I definitely like to bake. That's something fun I like to do on the side. But um, I would say my family enjoys my chicken and dumplings probably the best. Chicken and dumplings. And do you make that from scratch? Uh, I do. And I usually make it in the crock pot. Michaela with the chicken and dumplings. Very nice. Very nice. So do you have a favorite kind of away from the game spot that you and your friends like to go to to relax and do fun stuff in the Denton area? Um, the Denton area is pretty busy at times. Um, so when we usually get downtime in our off days, we usually take those days pretty seriously to either catch up on homework or sleep. But if we do get together, we'll usually go to just someone's apartment or a few of the girls have like houses in Denton. So we'll go over there and just hang out. Um, here lately, we really just haven't had much time to go out and just do a lot of fun activities. So when we do get those downtime days in season, we like to sleep a lot. I hear you. Catching up on sleep in college is always a priority. Are you binge-watching anything on uh, streaming or on TV? Um, I would definitely say The Bachelor and Bachelorette are my pretty top picks of 
reoccurring shows that I like to watch. Okay. And anything in your playlist, any type of music or an artist that really gets you motivated to play? I like to mix it up sometimes, but I would definitely say around the 2000s hip-hop kind of get us in that game mood is probably my favorite playlist. Okay, very good. All right, let's take it back to softball and kind of wind this thing down. Um, as we were talking about earlier, uh, this team has a lot of potential. You're on top of the Western Division right now, undefeated in conference play. Um, look ahead the next couple of weeks and tell me, um, what are the toughest teams or toughest series that you guys are looking at, and what do you guys have to do to really build momentum through the regular season heading into the tournament? Um, that's a good question. So, obviously, from the ratings that are being put out, um, Charlotte right now is going to be looking like our number one competitor that we're really going to try and go for this season. And like I said before, the one thing that's going to keep us from winning games is probably going to be our hitting, which – we are consistently working on, and we are getting better at it every single day. And it showed during the Texas Tech weekend when we played them, like, we can do it. It is very possible. And if we hit, I don't think there's going to be anybody we can't beat. Any words of encouragement for your former teammates back at Southmore as they wade into the slow pitch season? Uh, yeah, I would love to give some advice. Um, so, obviously, the big news around going around is, I finally made the ESPN top 10, which me and my dad used to joke about it all the time of making it one day. And I finally did. And that happened because of hard work. So if I were to give one advice to my fellow sophomore teammates that I used to play with, it would definitely be work hard every day. Don't give up. Even when times are rough and you don't think things are going well for you, they will eventually just keep working hard and putting in the extra work because coaches notice it and you will eventually start to notice it as well. Michaela, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Best of luck rest of the season. Hope you guys take it all the way through the tournament and make it into the NCAA playoffs. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks once again for listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcast or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly, and you can follow More Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And while you're thinking about it, hit the like button and give us a rating and review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.